Welcome to Holly's Hot Wife Life, a fabulously fun place to chat about all things lifestyle. This podcast is intended for mature audiences. If you are not mature enough to be in this audience, please pass this link along to a friend, coworker, or neighbor who is. That ought to be interesting. And on that note, this podcast is intended solely for entertainment. Although I can appear to be the consummate professional, I am by no means a doctor, and heaven help you if you take my musings as such. Now that those pleasantries are out of the way, let's play. Well, hello there, friends. It's been a little while. How unusual. I'm kind of scooting along in the world. I hope you all are scooting along as well. I hope you are well. I hope that you're uh, enjoying what you can enjoy in life and all that goodness. I want to start off as always to say thank you to everyone. I did just recently find a little grouping of emails that I haven't responded to. Eek! So if you sent me an email and didn't hear from me, I'll be responding to those probably this weekend or something. And I wanted to, well, I don't want to harp on it because um, if you've listened to me this long, you know that I'm not um, creating OnlyFans pages. More power to the people that are. I am doing this because I'm goofy and I love to babble at walls and say hi and connect with people and and share things that I think are fun and good and the positive bright spots in our world, even if they're a little unique. So yeah, anyway, sidetracked already. Patreon. Thank you to those people who are supporting my adventures in that way. Some people are, are prefer to remain anonymous. Some are happy and I love to call them out and say thank you. So thank you to Melissa and Andrew and to David and Charlotte. I appreciate you. But again, like I said, I appreciate you all. I appreciate you listening and part of why I'm so appreciative and so thankful beyond the obvious is that this is two years. July is two years. That's insane to me things are exponential. So, you know, the first time I put out a podcast, I think I had like 50 listeners in the first month and I was pretty excited that I had 50 listeners and, and let's just say it's a, quite a few more than that nowadays. And, and that's exciting. I'm glad that you're enjoying it. I always make the joke that if it helps you sleep, that's cool too. So I am glad to those of you that I enjoy it for whatever your reason may be. If you enjoy it for masturbating, if masturbating, masturbation, that sounds kind of funny. Anyway, if you enjoy it for beating off or for sleeping or for a giggle, if it wastes some time on your commute, all of the above, I'm glad you enjoy it and it makes me happy and I will do my best to continue sharing whatever fun I can share. I, what was I thinking? Oh, oh yeah, today you're going to have to listen to me all by my lonesome uh, Ms. Reckless is super busy, and I will uh, reiterate that if you are interested in seeing her Pornhub, and again, she's not someone that's into a, we'll, we'll say not a financial gain. She just, that's her thing. She and Mr. Reckless just enjoy the, the fun level of the camera, among other activities that happen in front of the camera. Feel free to shoot me a email, and I will be happy to shoot you her information for that. I also am hopefully going to have Titty McBoobs in the area here soon, so maybe I'll get to chat with her. But long and short, you get me all by myself, 
you will have to listen to me babble and I hope you uh, enjoy. Now, I think I'm going to, as I like to say, cheat a little bit. It seems like my annual yearly thing, ugh, not that either, but my my annual thing, and I did it last year, was I think this is a good fun time to recap. And, and if you ever have questions, please don't hesitate to reach out on the website, hollyshotwifelife.com, by email, hollyshotwifelife at yahoo.com, Twitter, Instagram, any of those places, Facebook. Yes, I need to update my sites. I'm being kind of slacker there. But my point is, you, I won't have hurt feelings if I said something on a podcast somewhere in there and either you didn't listen to that podcast or you didn't catch it and you asked me a question. I'm never going to be like, I answered that in podcast number two, section 33 at minute 15. No, feel free to reach out anytime. <laughs> I don't even re-listen to my podcasts. Sometimes, sometimes I do, but not a lot. We're busy. We are busy people. So don't hesitate to reach out. But my plan for today is to do what I generally do, like I did last year, and kind of give you a recap. And hopefully it helps if you are looking to get into the lifestyle and maybe normalizes a lot of the adventure or how we get to where we get. And yeah, let me, let me share some, some deets. So I am what I consider a hot wife. We're a stag vixen couple. However you want to look at that. We are not a cuckold couple. More power to you if that's your thing. I love y'all. We have been married for darn near 20 years. We have smaller children. Uh, My husband was interested in the lifestyle, probably before me, I'm sure, But that was a fantasy that he would discuss with me. And it was, you know, it was bedroom chat. And he had, that was a verbal discussion. That was fantasy. That was the porn we would watch. We'd watch MFM. So for many, 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 many moons, we did that. Oh, what? Five or six or seven years ago, something like that. We did go to check out... A club and it did not go off well. The Cliff Snows version is that we went to check that out and being newbies, and I, I say this as a cautionary tale, and so hopefully you, you put it in the back of your head and, and we need to remember that sometimes we're uncomfortable speaking up and that is human and there is nothing wrong with that. It just makes your adventure go that direction. We went to this club we were unaware of how the club worked. I think this is one of the beautiful things about clubs that do kind of introduce newbies around, even if that's just to do a tour. Those are great. So we were not quite aware of how everything worked. So we were in a communal area and we were kind of making out thinking that we were doing, you know, not even soft swap, but something on the soft end of the spectrum. And a group of maybe four or five guys came over and they started petting on me. That's what it kind of felt like. But, you know, they were touching me. I'm sure that in their mind, they thought it was being very erotic, but I was uncomfortable and I was inching away from them and they were not catching the body language hint. And I kept inching away. And then I finally was like, okay, we're getting up. And we kind of hightailed it towards what we discovered was the couple's only area. 
and they followed us and then we're trying to get us to bring at least one of them with us and we're just like ah and that was actually a few years before we really did adventure into the lifestyle because it was so awkward it turned me off the adventure so yeah in retrospect hindsight the way i feel now if someone did that i would be like hey back off and if they continued to do it i would probably go into a different space and or I would notify the owners of the club and or I would fucking throat punch a bitch. Like, don't get up in my space. And I will tell you nicely. But the reality to me, too, is in the lifestyle, we have to be protective of each other in so many ways. I've joked with people that there was a time towards the beginning. The things that we just are like, woohoo, I can do anything. Oh, oops. I enjoy a good quality spanking. And I take it for granted that people that want to spank you have some concept of what they're doing, which now I know is better, or I know better. I know better, not is better because people will tell me to, I'm like, you don't want me spanking you. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Shit might hurt, not sting in a good way, but hurt. Anyway, a gentleman asked if he could spank me and I was like, sure, that'll be fun. And he did not know what he was doing. And it about turned, you know, half the heads in the club. The sound was not good. And, and everyone took that gasp. And this is where I come back to it's important to take care of your people because I sat there with my face to the wall for a minute thinking, ow, and also that if I turned around with a strong reaction, my husband was likely to go into beatdown mode. So I just turned around after I, I, I took a few breaths and said, you're not allowed to do that anymore and moved on. So it's important that we watch out for other people's nonverbals cue watch out for others nonverbal pay attention pay attention to the things that people are not saying and try to uh to care for everyone's feelings even in that case those gentlemen at this point in time if i saw something like that occurring in the club i would probably walk over and be like hey hey i think they want some private time <laughs> and that that helps everybody so yeah very first true foray into the lifestyle a little bit of a hiccup Fast forward a few years after that, uh, we were at a uh, brain dead a festival, and it we were hanging out with a friend, and my husband was like, "Hey now," and they both were like, "This would be fun, right?" And I was like, "I think this might really happen." Whoa, like for reals? Maybe is this going to end in divorce? Is this a bad thing? I don't know. And the one thing that stopped me was that the friend was married and I didn't know his wife's position on things. And, you know, it's a lot of thoughts. Um, People have reached out and said, oh, you know, my wife is um, very prim and proper or she's very classic or she's very old school or whatever else. Let me tell you, I don't think I lost my virginity until I was right around 18. I was not an early, you know... I am a sexual person at my core, I suspect, but I was almost a late bloomer. I was always that one. Even my husband would be like, you didn't have groups when you were in high school. I'm like, no, those were the dirty girls. I didn't do that stuff. Ew. (laughs) And then, so, you know, I, I want people to be open to the idea that even, and like so many things, I, I hear people, this is, and I think a lot of us have heard these things, like 
people that are driving motorcycles. And I use this as an example because I always think it's funny. Oh, they're, you know, people will look down on people that drive motorcycles. They're kind of dirty ghetto, whatever. And I'm like, okay, wait a second here. Back up a step. Because it's very possible that someone driving a motorcycle, that's their second vehicle. It's very possible. And this could be completely wrong. But when people want to look down on someone simply based upon these single attributes. So motorcycles are not inexpensive. I mean, even if you get a basic one, or you could have one that looks very unique and people may not take into account that to make a motorcycle unique costs money. So looking down on someone and thinking they're trashy because they're driving a motorcycle is kind of funny. Similarly, you know, you hear about people in the lifestyle and you're like, oh, they're dirty people and they're fucking everybody and they probably have disease. You're like, whoa, back up. Hate to tell you this, but there are a lot of affluent, healthy, happy people. And as a quote unquote hot wife, I'm using, you know, at least one or two of the Urban Dictionary definitions of hot wife. But uh, I, we're, we're comfortable in the world as far as we're a healthy, middle of the road family. We are not, you know, trashy people. We go and get tested and we stay healthy and we use condoms. And if you don't use condoms, that makes you no different. I don't think people are in the lifestyle because they want to uh, get dangerous diseases or anything. They're in it because it's fun and then you enjoy people and you don't have to have a filter. So, wow. Big roundabout loop back to if you are looking to get into the lifestyle, but you're like, oh, I don't know if we're that type of people. The lifestyle is all types of people. And the thing is, you just need to take joy and delight in the unique things about every individual and every human because everyone has something awesome to share and fun and all that goodness. Back to the story at hand. Boy, I'm off on a tangent left and right today. I haven't even said squirrel yet. Give me time. So on this adventure at this festival, everyone survived. Nothing actually happened, but it was enough to be like, maybe. And so when we got back, I, I guess we probably discussed it on the way back. And, and when we got back, my husband was kind enough to point out that he had created a profile on a lifestyle site. And I was like, oh, hey, well, we'll look into that. And then also, and this is probably like the big crux of the whole discussion. He turned me on to a podcast. And at the time that was called thehotwifelife.com. And they were fabulous. And it was Rachel and Keegan. And they would chat together. And hearing the husband's perspective on that one was a big page turner for me because, and I've said it before, I will butcher it, but he made a comment that I took along the lines of, you know, do you watch porn? Do you enjoy porn? If you say no, you're full of it. But if you enjoy porn and you like seeing the actors and the actresses and this and that, recognize that my favorite porn star is my wife. And I thought, well, that's a different way to look at things. So hearing that just made me think, I can appreciate the perspective a little more because I think for many years, and I've probably voiced this and I've voiced this to people, I always thought, well, is there something missing? Are you setting me up? Are you trying to set me up for divorce and you want me to go screw on with someone and then you're going to say I was cheating on you? Is it that? 
Is it that I'm not enough for you? And in reality, you want to go sleep with other people. So you're trying to set up for that. Like I'm an incredulous person. I'm like, what is your methodology to this? Why, why would you want me to sleep with other men? And that statement from Keegan made me just go, huh? Interesting. Okay. Well, let's, let's slowly move down this path. And this was literally like, you know, August, September, we started kind of looking around and chatting and, and filling in our profile. And I will kind of step into that for a minute. Let's do that. Well, as, as we're starting the profile, so listening to those podcasters made me understand the importance of a good profile. You want to have some solid guidelines and it's important to set that up. Number one, for me, I, even to this day, feel like lifestyle sites are a really good place to start because you're looking at an audience for the most part that is familiar with what you're trying to accomplish. Either they are comfortable in the lifestyle already, or they are also newbies and they feel your pain, but these are all people that have the same intent. It's not a single guy like, okay, I love single guys. If you've listened to me at all, that's our primary thing. We, um, MFM is our favorite. Uh, probably do for another gangbang, that type of stuff, single guys. And we've been really lucky to meet some great single guys in lifestyle. I have been on Tinder adult friend finder and met some great guys and also had some that clearly were not lifestyle focused. They don't understand the dynamic and it's rare that I run into that on lifestyle sites. So at the beginning, and even now I still will definitely encourage you to start with a lifestyle site pick one, anyone, see what's popular in your area. Feel free to reach out to me and I'll tell you what I know. It doesn't mean it's the end all be all, but I can share. Anyway, so start with a profile. Get some good pictures. Pictures do not have to include your face. My face is not in any of my pictures. I am actually, (laughs) for the fact that I have a podcast, super hypersensitive about my personal life. I am, you know, that sweet soccer mom and I don't want my children to be impacted by people's negative views of my normalcy. So yeah, I'm private about that. (laughs) I've seen a few people recently and I'm going to tell you, there are some beautiful women that run by the name of Holly or Holly, their hot wife, and they are sharing wonderful videos. That's not me. I have lots of videos. I'm not sharing them. Sorry. But yes, back to profile, get some good pictures. They don't have to have your face. They don't have to have your pussy. They don't have to have your dick. They can. It's totally fine. I think you will, depends on what you're looking for, right? If you are looking for a good quality person, but they want something that's down and dirty, then maybe that's what you share. If you're looking for something more classic or whatever, you know, those, your profile pictures also show who you're attracting and the the type of scene or adventure you're attracting. And that's perfectly fine. I mean, that's, we talk about kinks, right? There are people that enjoy, what is it? Water play? Waterworks. I don't know. They like to be peed on. More power to you. Not my thing. But if that's your thing, maybe your profile picture does have something that is that appearance. You're likely to draw in people that are of similar ideas. Cool. Then let's go for the other obvious, which is when you create your profile, be relatively descriptive concise, have guidelines. That is, (laughs) I probably beat this one, but I'm going to do it again. 
it's important to have guidelines for multiple reasons. But most importantly, in my case, I think is it makes it easier on you. Sometimes, depending on what the world's like, I will be inundated with messages. Some days I won't see anything or I'll see very little for days or weeks or whatever. But when you're inundated with messages, it's really nice to have like simple guidelines. I have the option. My guidelines are, are pretty basic. We, we give a simple overview of what we are and what we're looking for. And then I have guidelines around number one, condoms are required. Number two, I have height requirements. I don't feel sexy and I'm probably not very fun to play with. If I don't feel feminine and petite in my own mind, like that's a personal issue, but it does make it fun for everybody because if I'm caught up in my mind, then no one's having fun. (laughs) So if you, I, I think my profile even says if you're under 5'10 or 175 pounds, find a hotter wife. There is a perfect fit for you. There are tons of wonderful people in the lifestyle. So likewise for me, because I have that guideline, if I'm inundated with stuff, I can just say, oh, these people are all not within my guidelines. If you reach out to me and are immediately talking about bareback, there's a good possibility I won't respond. And that's fine, I think, for both perspectives. I made the guideline clear and you also made it clear that that was important to you. And if that's something that's fun and important to you, then go find the perfect fit. It is out there. So when you're creating a profile, some good quality pics, a lifestyle site, some guidelines, a clear, concise, fun profile. I have seen some great profiles out there that are far more than that, that have less pictures, more pictures. I love looking at profiles because their people are so creative and inventive and it tells me so much about how awesome they are. Even if I never met them, even if I never reach out to them, they're awesome. Lots of awesome people. So we got our profile and we started chatting with people a little bit. So what, August, September, September, October time, we started chatting and the uh, hiccups along the way. The first person I decided to meet, oh, that's another thing I kind of took away from Rachel and Keegan, was to have a vanilla or a non-sexual meeting. And that's a really nice thing from my perspective, my husband and I, whatever, in that there are no expectations. And if there are, it's probably not a really good fit, but I make it very clear. I want to do a quote unquote vanilla meeting either over coffee in the midday or over a drink in the evening but that that meeting will end with me and or my husband and I both leaving (laughs) and not hooking up. That's, that's an opportunity to have a no pressure meeting and see if it's a good fit. So went along and I scheduled a meeting with a gentleman and I went to Starbucks and I sat down and I waited and I waited And, you know, by the time he was 15 minutes late or something, I was like, wow, dude, first adventure. I'm already stood up. I can't even get a coffee date. And conveniently, there was another gentleman I was chatting with. So I'm sitting there talking and it was like, well, let's try this again. Hey, gentlemen, would you like to meet? And so a few days later, I met that gentleman in person and he did show up to the coffee date. And he was an attractive single gentleman that I was like, okay, I find him attractive. This has potential. Again, still haven't played with anybody. And I'm like, oh, well, 
we'll just keep moving one step at a time. Our process is that I meet people by myself usually. It's very rare that my husband meets with me. Or nowadays, there's plenty of time that he doesn't even meet the people I play with. But back then, I met them individually and then would schedule a second meeting with my husband so that he could meet the person. And he always has the veto ability above and beyond everything else. My husband is the center of my circle and I have a blast. Lifestyle is so much fun, but he's the man behind the curtain. And if at any given time it was determined that this was not fun, wonderful extracurricular activities for us, I would have no qualms saying, Hey, it was nice meeting y'all and off I go. (laughs) But luckily that's not the case. So met that gentleman, really liked him, scheduled some time to meet again. My husband and I had kind of gotten together because by now we're getting right around Halloween and there's a local lifestyle club and we're like, well, maybe we'll go check that out. So we had gotten our Halloween costumes and we were all scheduled to go to Halloween party at this lifestyle club and like, Hey, well, already dolled up and ready for the evening. So let's go have drinks with this gentleman a few hours before that. So we go have drinks with this gentleman and my husband's like, Hey, seems pretty cool. He was an excellent lifestyle gentleman. He excused himself to the restroom for a little while so we could chat and he came back and we're like, yeah, cool. Let's, uh, let's do this thing. Now, side note, I had always said, okay, well, if we ever really do follow through with any of this stuff, we are not bringing these people to our home because our home is our private little sanctuary and On top of that, heaven forbid they ever end up in our bed. Like that is our marital bed. We're not sharing that, you know, back to my friends that are like, I don't know. My wife is pretty, pretty old fashioned. I'm like, yeah, I wasn't going to bring people to my house, (laughs) but this gentleman, my husband liked him. I liked him. We're all straight. By the way, when I say my husband liked him, my husband thought he was a cool human. He thought my husband was a cool human. So, uh, I was like, cool, let's head back to our house that I said we wouldn't do, (laughs) but we did. And we got back to our house and I am probably strong-minded to a fault, strong-willed. I don't know, something like that. So we kind of sat there and, you know, danced around the the elephant in the room and had a drink and do, to do, to do. And there came a point. Now let's be fair here. This is now, Ooh, maybe almost four years ago. Do I get my numbers right? I think it's almost four years ago, four years in Halloween, but there came a point that I think I kind of did the, okay, Fisher cut bait, take your pants off. (laughs) It's time for a double dip. Um, so pulled some pants off and It's funny because it has been a little while now. I think back to little things like, you know, there was a double blowjob because when I started in the lifestyle with my husband, I made it very clear that I was not comfortable unless he was actively involved. I needed the confidence that he was on board and was happy with this adventure. So yeah, two naked men, a little bit of blowjob here, a little bit of a blowjob here. Our friend was attractive, well-endowed, respectful, great fun. I I get flashbacks. Like I said, I seem to recall, like maybe I was bent over a cushion. 
I don't know, it was really good sex right in front of my entertainment center. <laughs> entertainment in front of the entertainment center. And you know, just like something out of a, a lifestyle video, or not, maybe not lifestyle, a swing, porn, out of a pornographic movie where there's the husband and he's over there kissing while the wife is getting pounded from behind. Yeah, it's pretty much like that. And it was good times. And I'm pretty sure we managed to wander into the bedroom. You know, that one way we're never going to be in. And had a little, had a little, had a little bit of sex in there. No, it, there was some naked adventures. It was good, good fun. And that gentleman, like I said, was a great first foray because he was respectful and fun and we had a good old time. And then he very politely excused himself and off he went and we got dressed and we went and had a steak. And then we proceeded to go over to the lifestyle club where we ran into some fun stuff. And I, I think I'll tell you these things because so many of us are like, oh my God, what if I run into someone I know in the lifestyle? Yeah, we wandered into that club and one of the people that was kind of help run the show was a good friend slash a boyfriend, formerly a boyfriend of a good friend 10 years prior to that or whatever. And it was like, oh, hey, we know each other. But he had been in the lifestyle, so he had learned this lesson that a lot of us learn, which is if you go to a lifestyle club and you run into someone else you know, they are there for the same reasons. So in reality, neither of you should be embarrassed because both of you are there for the same reason. Easier said than done, but it was a fun little adventure like, oh, we know each other. That's cool. And even now, always someone that I'm just happy to see when I walk in because it's like a familiar face. As soon as you get over to that initial like, whoo, then you're like, oh, cool, familiar face. So we went and our lifestyle club, little local house party thing has kind of become like I use the term and I'm going to date myself. It's like the bar and cheers, like everybody knows your name and you go in and you just kick back and we don't play often at the club, but we just enjoy going there and kicking back and having a drink and dancing. There's great DJ, just good times. So yeah, that's the very initial first night foray into the lifestyle for us. As usual, I probably took out a lot of the, the wonderful little dirty details. We didn't play at the club that night, but we Met people. I'm pretty sure I danced around with my chest hanging out. Chest hanging out my chesticles, my boobies. It was like Titty Tuesday on a Friday. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and that gentleman was someone that we played with off and on for a couple months, I think. We joke and say that some of our favorite things still when we find the time is to have sleepovers. So we would be somewhere and it was always fun where we were on a similar plane. My husband and the gentleman could chat about, you know, whiskey or golf or whatever business stuff they were. It was very lucky that we were on the same plane, which meant that we could all snuggle up in a bed and I could be the middle of the sandwich, which, hey, ladies, if you aren't in the lifestyle, please know that it is the best ego boost. It is wonderful to be the princess. Dirty princess, naughty princess, sweet princess. It doesn't matter. Pillow princess. If people want to worship your body, never a bad thing. If you want to worship other bodies, never a bad thing. Bodies on bodies is just fun. It just is. So yeah, that's our initial foray. We can go down all those fun little stories. We did play with that gentleman off and on would have sleepovers. That's 
what I started that thought going on and then lost it. Yeah, it's fun to wake up to having sex with one person and fall asleep and have sex with another person. Or it's fun to be having sex with one person and the other person wakes up and then it's a party. All that goodness. It's just good, clean, well, dirty, fun. From there, and really that person even, the level of comfort made it such that my husband would encourage me to go over and play with him by myself because our lifestyle is so busy that it wasn't always realistic for both of us to get away. And I think that was kind of a fun side route, I guess, on the lifestyle and maybe what kind of defines our adventures in that realm of hot wife. And that's the fact that I will go play on my own. I just about exclusively require video and we can talk about the pitfalls of video but it was with that gentleman we learned the comfort with ourselves and with others too. I would go out and play. We also learned things about, like, I am not an exhibitionist by nature, I guess. I like video for my husband and I in that I like the transparency for him. I don't feel like anything's being hidden. I know that he enjoys it and it, it gets him hot and bothered, which is fabulous because that means that every time I come home from a party, party play date, whatever. Every time I come home, I'm going to play again because yeah, good times. We have never had an unhealthy sex life. So that's probably something I would normally have told you in the beginning. We had sex regularly, daily, every other day at the least. We uh, never had a lightweight sex life. So it wasn't hurting for anything for us to decide to jump into the lifestyle and oh, video foray. The very first time we did a video thing, we had like the iPad on a tripod. And so I started that thought of, I'm not an exhibitionist. And that was really intrusive to me. I did not like that. So if you are similar in any way, shape or form, and you would like to do what I do, again, feel free to shoot me an email and I will send you a little picture and a little instructions on how I make a little sticky thing that I stick my phone to, and then I stick it to the wall and I hit record. And I don't think about it after that, other than maybe to look up and make sure it's still recording. Beyond that, our phones nowadays are pretty darn good quality video. They're as good as most anything you'd find on amateur video. (laughs) So like, cool, stick my phone to the wall and record. And I'll be happy to share that detail. But that is the very initial adventure into how we got to where we are. We are, like I said, just middle America people. I guess we're not in middle America. We're West Coast people. But we're normal and we're just enjoying this fun little adventure and we'll ride it as far as we ride it and enjoy it while we're at it. I will uh, say these last few months, and I, I say this in multiple ways, I want people to know that every level of everything is normal and whatever makes you happy and doesn't hurt people unless they enjoy it is totally dandy. We have not played nearly as much as we used to. And I tell you what, it's almost to the point for me that it's a little bit awkward because I'm playing so rarely that I'm like, oh, it's like starting this whole game all over again. I went and played with a friend that I have played with off and on now. I think I determined it was at least for a year, maybe longer. I don't know. It's been a little while. I think he was like a Tinder person too. So yeah, sometimes you find good people on Tinder. But I went to play with him and I was super 
nervous and like, whoa, this is unusual, even though I played with him multiple times before. And he has a tendency to like rearrange my, rearrange my ovaries. <sighs> Might be a little well endowed. Super great fun guy. I enjoy him. But my point in that is that it's a different world if you aren't playing as much or if you're looking to get into the lifestyle and it seems like slow going. That probably isn't normal. It's just kind of a reflection of how the world is right now. Now on the flip side, anybody who listened to Ms. Reckless, dude, that girl's going, she and Mr. Reckless, they're going full bore. They have parties and it's wonderful. And I have stopped in and I'm a little more of a wallflower, but I've absolutely enjoyed seeing their adventures and watching the new wonderful friends they've made and, and, you know, having a little bit of FOMO watching and like, wow, look at all these awesome people. So there are different ends of the spectrum, but it's all good. So if you're like, Hey, I feel like I'm not getting out enough. It's all good. Don't stress. You will. If you're like, wow, I'm getting out a lot. Is this unusual? Should I be concerned or just enjoy the ride? Enjoy the fucking ride. Enjoy it. The world is dandy. It, it will all be fine. And things ebb and flow. And hey, I have what I call my favorite pilot most of the time is supposed to be in our area twice next month. So I'll have to resist the urge to try to monopolize time and be polite. Close your ears if you're listening. But I look forward to that. I'll probably be all nervous on that too, but it'll be fun. I have a lot of new lingerie. Maybe I'll get someone to take some pictures. Oh yeah. Patreons do get to hear the podcast today early. And I try to include something, a little fun picture. So yeah, heads up. And yeah, thank you for two years. That's crazy, stupid, exciting to me. And I am mind gobbled that people still listen. And I'm humbled that people still listen. And I'm appreciative that you still listen and that you reach out. Even when I forget to respond to emails on occasion, I love to hear from you. One day, maybe I'll talk. Mr. Hot Wife Life into joining me. Hopefully soon I'll get to, I know I've had friends. I have a friend that's on the other side of the world that said he would be happy to do a podcast with me, but now he can't seem to get back to this side of the world. So maybe we'll hear from him one day. Hopefully we'll hear from some other unique perspectives, but in the long and short, short term, whatever, in the short term, you'll have to listen to me and I hope you enjoy it. I enjoy hearing from you. And that's my babble for the day. Much love to you all. Stay healthy, mentally, physically, all of the above. And until next time. <laughs>